Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah. You are now into Squared Circle 101. You got your man, the Tatalian Stallion, sitting all up in here. Now with me, we're gonna say no. He's actually known as one of the greatest stick men ever. But that's not a sports reference. My man, shoot, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing lovely, man. I'm gonna nominate you to get to the Stickman Hall of Fame. Hey, man, come on. Pick it up, man. Your energy sucks, man. I know you just woke up, man. But hey, come on, man. Give me something better than that. Go. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter. That's better. Smack 101. That's all I like to hear. That's better. Don't forget to download that damn app, too. It's available Google Play and iOS. Move. Move. Now, one of us is only getting hyped here because they're the one that's sipping on some essentials. So let's go Let's go ahead and crack that open so they can hear you open that real quick. First of all, you can't even read this essential water, man. I got a lot of stuff to do after this, I man. speak I American, just, sir. Look, I can't, look, I can't drink and smoke mm-hmm. all day, man. What uh, is you this? Know somebody, you know what I'm sipping right here? Moscati. Moscati. Moscato. First of all, that obviously good. tells you ain't never had a woman over, man, because you got to have that at least... You know, every once in a while. It's I good use Mangria, have. sir. That's what you I use. Mangria. I use Mangria. You gonna serve your girls with Mangria? Yeah, le- legal date rape. You know what I'm saying? So, this is recording, and we're not gonna edit this. Yeah, it's okay. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure you go. But anyway, what do you got to say? Are you still an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got to say, I am rcf.com forward slash contact. Do the two week trial. Just check him out. My being shooter. This is the reason why he ain't sipping today. He's on some. Some imported stuff from Mexico. It's probably steroid water. <laughs> Some low quality stuff. You know what I'm saying? Can't even drink it. Hey, Mario still ain't been back. <laughs> probably because you embarrass him worldwide. <laughs> Let him know. It's okay to go back, man. It's all yeah, good. It's Most all right, cool. man. Look, everybody starts off like that. I mean, I ain't never threw up, but you know, a lot of people start off like that, man. Just it, it'll humble you. It'll humble you if you don't nah, act it, right. It is what it is, man. I mean, sometimes you work these workouts are tough. You just gotta go in and, and do your thing. You know, but just try them out. Two weeks, 14 days. You could do it. You could just do it. Just do it. It's simple. All right? What you got for me, man? All right, man. So you're going, I'm going I'm to make my people reach a little bit for this one. Before you relate to Ace and the Beamer, you got to relate to Ace at the Cleaners. Are you using rap lines? Nah. What? what? That's a paid in full reference right there. Okay. okay. So paid in full, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, based I'm on so the mad at story. that. Over that over, uh, I'm so mad at Peyton Full. Why? Over that last, uh, the non-aired hey, Andre Ward fight. What? Anyway. It was Andre Ward fight on BET that's supposed to never happen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still mad at that. Right? <laughs> All right. So any of you guys the movie for check me. it out. Peyton Full basically was based off, um, yeah, I'm going to let you watch the movie for yourself. Make sure you check it out. It's a hood classic. But the main character, he started off you know, working at the cleaners. Then blase, blase, fast forward, man. My man was pushing beamers and stuff like that. And this is in the this is in the eighties during the uh, the huge drug ep- epidemic. So anyway, he was a pusher. But basically, uh, like I said before, don't don't uh, talk down on the caterpillar and jock the butterfly. Basically, that. It's not always a finished product is what you're going to gotcha. be by. So that's where it goes. But before you relate to Ace and the Beamer, you got to relate to Ace and the Cleaners. So, it, yeah, I'm a, for that, that's a reach for you, a lot of you guys. But yeah. paid in full, make sure you check it out. It's a classic. You'll love it. Give me the quote one more time. Before you relate to Ace and the Beamer, you got to relate to Ace and the Cleaners. 
<coughs> okay, okay. Ace is the main character's name. So okay. that it Painful maybe reference. go for you guys' head, watch the movie, then you'll get it. You'll be like, ah, okay, okay. Aha, that shooter. That How about shooter. just YouTube or YouTube that? No, that, that quote. no, no, don't, that no, work that way? Huh? no, that's, it wasn't even a quote in there. Okay, okay. Yeah. So this is a shooter quote original. Not an original. No, not even a TM. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I steal everything, man. Okay, you steal everything. Yeah. So I never did ask you, man, what did you think about uh, the, the Murder Mason uh, camera on there? You still a camera fan? You still give um, me an answer I'm on a, that I'm one? A, yes, I'm going to steal a cam. Let's kill a cam, top five, easily, okay, okay. man. No, uh, you think Cam's going to respond? He did respond, and uh, I didn't listen to it, but I heard it was nowhere near uh, what Mace did. It was murder. But at the same time, is they were dapping each other up, saying, you know, saw love under the Instagram comments. So I saw that, so it's okay. not even so it's not even real. But Mace did come with it. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, let me guess. How did that when's Mace last first? time? When's the last time Mace has been relevant? Yeah, I don't Just know. Kill a cam, man. That's what you don't. You they don't. Both, don't they both ain't been relevant, and unfortunately, hip hop isn't. Hey, what it used to be. That's all I can say. Hey, what it used to be was Eurokas Gamboa. That's one thing that people like to talk about here. But he seemed to have got a win over Jason Sosa. A lot of people are saying controversial. Now, commentating with just Lampley and, and my man Killerman and Roy Jones, they were saying that they could see how he got the win. Because, honestly, when I was watching it, I thought he won probably the majority of the round, except for the, the one he lost a point and got knocked down on. Um... How many times have you heard me say this? Judges do not see CompuBox. They don't. So I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start off below on my list. So we got 129 versus 132. Thus total punches landed. <laughs> Four. What, Jason Sosa. Jason Sosa over your 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 Landed Gamboa. three more punches. So landed three more punches. Okay. And Yoriokas Gamboa. Through 450, and Jason Sosa through 399. So, Gamble was more active. He looked more active. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuck him in there. Yeah. At best, to me, it was five five mm-hmm. with all ten rounds. Ninety-four. Obviously, I'm, I'm. Hold on, hold on. But that's without the knockdown and the point deductions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, the fight was close. Mm-hmm. I had it. Split. I mean, I, I would have had it, you know, basically, I would have had it d- draw if it wasn't for the knockdown and the point yeah. deduction. I saw unconfident Jason Sosa. I didn't see unconfident. I He can fight with anybody. He had strong will. He was entertaining. When he fought Lomachenko, though, there was still the termination in there. Yeah, that's Lomachenko, too, though. But how are you not coming in determined against a guy like Gambo? This is, this is a great resume, great name on the resume. Suspect chin, coming these, off losses. These are, this is the f- first two things I I wrote down about him. Yuri Okus Gamboa is full of himself, and I hate his demeanor. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he walks in there, he has Cuban a supreme, he has a, he has an Adrian Broner complex, kind yeah. of. But that's part of the ring generalship. So he walked around the ring really confident at all times, mm-hmm. even if he wasn't doing much or had to do Even much. at the end of the so, fight, had his hand up like he won. Yeah. I had it up already. Yeah. Well, he did win. So. He was a bully. He did too much holding. He just, he was grabbing legs. He, he did he did way too much holding. But he still has the skill, and his demeanor, I thought, was what won him in the fight with the majority decision. Yep. I agree with that. I agree I agree with everything you said there as far as what, that's kind of what got him the fight. I don't think he won the fight, per se, but no. I can see exactly how it went that way. I mean, yeah, you even heard his exactly. corner saying, come on, you're winning the fight. Um 
just keep it up. So and that and that so this is what they saw. So the, obviously the view from ringside was a lot different, and I, sometimes this is going to happen. But it's definitely it's definitely a close controversial decision. We'll see how that goes. But Jiroka Scambo is back in the mix. Just and, like we've, that. and we've seen this we've seen this happen many times. Your name will get you the win. Yep. Yorioka Gamboa, he's going to be a more of a money fighter down the road than uh, Jason Sosa, even though he is a little bit older. Jason Sosa is not a household name. I mean, Yorioka Gamboa is not really, but he is a bigger figure and name to it. So uh, he could have got the nod that way. Um, overall, this this was the nail in the coffin for me. I don't like Yorioka Gamboa. <laughs> I'm not a fan of him at all. I just... I. I I was a fan until 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 he started doing all the stuff with the contracts where he got with Fifty because he was set to fight Brandon Rios at one point and then started suing Top Rank to get out of the contract. Some people say just to get out of that fight, and ever since then it was just his 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 entire career has been on a standstill. My uh, when uh, when especially when he got called for the holding the deduction for the holding. And he started bowing to the ref like, okay, okay, I understand, my bad. Like yeah. he. He didn't even fight or try to just be like, hey, all right, no, what are you talking about? Yeah. All fighters bow, especially when they don't speak English or or it's not they're not their primary language. Yeah. They bow because they know they're wrong. He knew he was wrong for that. I, I just hate he made the fight. He made the fight too ugly for what it was supposed to be because Jason Sosa was a boxer, even though he was. Yeah. You know, even though he had he's a come power. Forward guy, so, yeah. yeah, he's come forward 20, 20 and 2 mm-hmm. with 15 knockouts. And you got Yuriel Kazgamboa, who was 27 and 2 with uh, 17 knockouts. So, too much too much grabbing and holding yeah, and yeah. maybe Matt. Now, these were the scorecards 94, 94. Then you had 95, 93, 96, 92. 96, 92. 96, 92. Who, who's this guy? Who? Who's this person? Adelaide Bird, are yeah. you are you yeah. are you still here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 96, 92. How? You, I don't know about that one. You know what I wanted to see? The 94, 94 is probably the most plausible one to me out of all of them. I never paid any attention to stuff like this until just now. We've seen it so many times, but you know how like you can see like a movie but over you, and over you again. You see the one that has those crazy numbers like that, yeah. Yeah. So overall, like you, you've seen this happen many times before and I never paid any attention until until just now. I want to see Michael Buffer's face when they hand him the scorecard and he has to read it. <laughs> so it, it's just like cuz I know if if it's me and you hand me the scorecard yeah. and I'm watching this fight it, and I know it's like whether it's the Canelo Triple G, I want to see his whether face it's this before like, he gets it, yeah, and after, after he reads like, it, like as soon as he reads it, like what's uh, he expecting, and then exactly, his or maybe reaction. they just don't allow him to read it right before. They probably, maybe they, they probably you know just kind of like you know and at the and awards. He opens and he, it up, he's and then, it. but even then, but even then, I'd be like, <laughs> "You're winner by majority decision, <laughs> Yorikus Gamboa, your Yorikus Gamboa." Like, oh, can we get a little like, are you serious? He's like. Are you guys Steve Harvey and me? You know like, are you, is, this, really, is this something that I have to announce this right now? Yeah, no, it's like no. no I think you guys gave me the wrong card. I think you. Uh, you want to go back and do your math again? Yeah, no. So that'd be great. That's exactly what I thought. I was just like, because there's some fights. I'm just like, like how? How did you? You know the <laughs> the Pacquiao Tim Bradley yeah. the first one. Yeah. Just yeah. What Tim Bradley? Like like I could just see myself getting a high pitched voice with that. Just just no. This isn't right. You guys gave me. You guys gave me the wrong cue cards. 
Now, next up on here is actually a fight that I thought was a very interesting fight. Yes. Sullivan Pereira versus Felix Valera. Now, this is a good one because I haven't talked to you about anything on this fight yet. No. So I'm a little looking forward to this one. Now, I thought this was a great fight. I thought it was a great matchup. Um, good fight. Good Had good exchanges in a lot of the rounds. And I, it gave us a chance to see Felix Valera. But Who he made, cried while entering the ring. Yes. And he cried when he met... Roy Jones Jr. before he busted out in the flow, apparently. <laughs> but so, Sullivan Barrera, to me, just showed another level again of just grit, adversity that he can overcome, and he's pretty slick and good. So that's one thing. I'm now I'm interested to see where Sullivan Barrera goes next because he's supposed to be the mandatory against Dimitri Bivol. Yeah, so Dimitri Bivol um, is the mandatory... He, well, he is the champion right now. Yeah, the champion. What is that, WBO? One of them. WBO, WBO. Hold on, let me, you know, because, you know, I like to think that once people, actually, you know, it's funny, it was one of my homegirls was telling me, because one of my other homeboys, who's a, uh, shout out to Jeff and Amber, actually. Well, my homeboy, he's actually a huge box, huge boxing fan, and then sometimes, sometimes Amber <laughs> will listen to the show and then debate him about boxing after it. So, nice. you know, just in case, you know, people want to know, Dimitri Bivol is WBA. So that way, okay. if you guys are referencing Can you or... Can me off some of that? What? Yes, you, want some, yeah. you want some water? I want your Mexican water, please. You want... Man. I got a fridge full of water. This is my expensive water. Yeah, I know. I don't want that nasty stuff. No, you can get the acidic water. You don't care no. about your health. I do care about hey, my health. So, oh, okay, before we get into this, man, I want you guys to know my man Sonny is probably like five foot four. <laughs> and he weighs 175. Five, nine. 175. You are actually in contention with all these light heavyweights. How do you feel about that? Could you compete <laughs> my with first thought was, My first thought was like, man, I'd have to fight. I, I would, they, I would it, go into trading mode. That means I would melt down. To 160. Nah, now I'm in there with No, stay in your weight. Stay in your weight right now, man. I'm going to put you with Isaac Shalimba, Andre Fanfara, man. We, hey, Nathan Cleverly, I think Jorgen Brammer. We can put you with some of these, I'll man. Take on, I'll, I'll take on Rob Brandt. Yeah. He just lost. He's coming off a loss from Jorgen Brammer. Look, hey, hey, no, perfect. Enrico Colling. <laughs> that's who we're going to put you against. That's how you're going to start off your 175 campaign. Hey, why not? Uh, why not? You know I'm saying I hide it well, I guess. I don't know. No, you don't no. hide it well, but you look like Roger. From uh, American Dad. It? American that's Dad. messed up, but that's Eddie, funny as hell. I love you, though, man. Hey, but anyway. Right. That's funny so, as hell. Uh, Felix uh, Valera, I actually like this guy because... He has nice power, nice hook. The knockdown that he got against Sullivan Burr now won. That could have ended it. I don't... I, you know what, me? I, I thought he knocked him down too early. Yeah. I gave Sullivan Burr a time to adjust, and mm-hmm. you saw Sullivan Burr end up getting a knockdown mm-hmm. toward the end of the round. Same but thing it wasn't, happened. But it wasn't as clean. No. Because no. uh, Felix Valera had that left hook that just mm-hmm. landed cleanly on the on the button and was able to knock him down. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect. Um. Sullivan Barrera is a better boxer, way better boxer, but he didn't show it like he, I don't think he pressed the envelope like he could have. Like he, I felt like he could have outclassed him a lot better and made it a little bit more cleaner look, but, or you know what? That's me taking it away from Felix Valera. I thought Felix Valera did a great job of making it as ugly as he could though. So, but he was a better boxer than I thought Felix Valera. Yeah, definitely, man. Sullivan Barrera, Shows he's the better boxer. Barrera Valera. Oh, nice. Okay. Now, I want to see him matched up. I think he's going to beat Dimitri Bivol for one. 
Uh, Sell them, bro. Yeah, if I have to pick today, I think he's gonna beat. I think he's gonna beat Bivol. Uh, I don't think Bivol's gonna be able to knock him out. He might knock him down in the first round like Joe Smith Jr. did and Felix Valera did. But I, I think Sullivan Barrera is gonna, similar to some like Mayweather, he's gonna figure out his style and he's gonna work him from there. So I've been I've been back and forth with um well one also on Valera too. Uh, the unanimous decision went to Barrera, but you had a whole bunch of low blows yeah. <laughs> from Felix Valera, and then you got the payback low blow by uh, yeah. Barrera towards the end in uh, round nine, also too. <laughs> uh, Felix Valera went all twelve rounds with uh, Dimitri Bivol. Yep. So Dimitri Bivol is somebody who's more poised for power. Mm-hmm. It is than an actual tactic. So you know, <clears throat> power versus power. If Felix Valera can go, you know, twelve rounds with Bivol, so can to me personally, so can Sullivan Barrera. But and Barrera's gonna work those twelve rounds. I think a lot better. I think he can. And then with a couple of the fights that we have coming up, you see people with more power, and it's what are you gonna pick? Are you gonna pick mm-hmm. one or the other? Are you gonna pick the power, or are you gonna pick somebody who has the boxing IQ to speed sit there and kills. box? You? Yeah, because well, speed kills, and then oh, I'm, I just said speed. no meth is fun, but speed kills. Oh god. I'm sorry, go back and box. No, no, not even that. It's not even just the speed, timing, because timing beats speed, but it's just like somebody who's boxing IQ, they're meant to last. So I'm really interested on something. Now, of course, we don't have to, you know, pick right as of now. As of now, but today, I'm I'm leaning towards Sullivan Barrera. I really want to see Sullivan Barrera against Sergey Kovalev, because that's the fight he turned down to take... Because he said the money wasn't right. And then all of a sudden, the uh, IBF belt because is up. Of course it is. Yeah, it's conveniently. Just conveniently, mm-hmm. right? Or is it the WBO belt? I think it's IBF. So the WBO is vacant right now, okay. and the Sullivan Barrera is actually ranked third behind Sergey Kovalev and then uh, Alexander Gozdik hmm. at number one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. IBF, I think, is, is, is going to be up for grabs right now at the, uh, in the World Boxing Super Series, which we're going to talk to here in a little bit. But let's talk about Return to the Crusher. You know, I'm not a player, but I crush a lot. Sergey Kovalev versus Vlasinislav Shabransky. Okay, so before we get into the actual fight, now, I told I, you something, I tell you stuff a lot, but you usually 9 times out of 10, 9.5 times out of 10. You asked me if I watched listen. it, I said no, you said don't worry about it, we're going to talk about it anyways. <laughs> That's your exact quote. <laughs> Did you watch the beginning? Did you watch the whole monologue no. uh, before walking into it? No, because I knew you were going to explain to me. Okay, so. You're, I'd rather hear your version of it anyway. It's probably better than his. Is Now, if anybody's been listening to the show, you guys know I'm a hardcore Andre Ward fan. Love Andre Ward. And then so I'm really trying to sound unbiased, unbiased. towards this. And, okay. it's not even about, and it's not even about Andre Ward. It's more of the character yeah. of Sergey Kovalev. So... When Which Jesus, was revealed now, in this Yes. Now, of course, going into this fight, not a back-to-back fight with Andre Ward, not for the title. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, this was for the title still, but... A lot of excuses about John David Jackson. Ah. That's one thing I didn't like from the beginning, because it was... It's it's easy when you, when you place... Now, when you won the title with him. It, when you won the title with him, and then everything is working good. Now... The great thing is we've seen a whole bunch of 24-7s and all these kind of things. We've put up a whole bunch of things on our mm-hmm. Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash square circle 101. 
when it's a whole bunch of behind the scenes from people's camps talking about the relationship mm-hmm. with Sergey Kovalev and John David Jackson and how the first fight with Ward Kovalev, you know, Ward, I mean, Kovalev was not listening to John David Jackson. Mm-hmm. He was listening to his other trainer who was a uh, Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it with any sport, any sport yeah. where somebody has a problem and it's just like, oh, it's because, you know, we weren't getting along. So um, it's OK to say that if that's in you part ways, though, like you can say that if that's it. But as long as it ends there, you know, so he so yeah. So Sergey Kovalev talked about how he was in a Don't shade on him later. Oh, that kind of. But like it was a whole bunch of things. So I'm going to I'm going to do a Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to put a whole bunch of I'm going to say a whole bunch of things and I put the story together towards the end. Don't ruin Pulp Fiction for me. No, I'm not going to. You've seen Pulp Fiction. Shut up. <laughs> don't ruin so. He's Sergey Kovalev said that he was in a really bad car accident. He didn't get hurt. So, but anyway, the car was total That's, when he was in when he was in Russia. That's not a really bad car accident then. Well, I mean, if your car is total, it's still a bad car accident. You just you just lost your, your car. Your, your name is, car got messed up, but yeah, you got it. Your name is a crusher. Your car got crushed. It goes Ooh, with the stigma. So it goes, it goes okay. with the stigma. So, he I said that that car game. accident was a wake up call, and then he said he got rid of a lot of bad habits after that. Now. I don't know if you remember, but I specifically remember Andre Ward talking about how the boxing world is not really big. So you, this is when the whole the you rumors went back. What mm-hmm. John David Jackson thinking about coming over training, mm-hmm. uh, changing training training camps, and then Andre Ward saying, "Hey man, this war, this boxing world is not that big. So we hear of things, we know about his bad habits, we know about this, we know about that. We, you know, so mm-hmm. you know all those things." And so uh, Sergey Kovalev went on to. Talk about how, you know, he drank more than he should in between ca- uh, camps. He'll smoke cigarettes, you know, you know, between here and I there. Like so, so the thing about it is, if you, if you were going, before, the Andre Ward uh, Kovalev second fight, if you thought that you won the first fight and you go into the second fight and you don't, he don't know what he's talking about, Andre Ward, you don't know what he's talking about, then you just felt like you got robbed. Then you don't need to change anything. Your trainer is not to change. Your trainer doesn't need to change. Your your workout regimen doesn't need to change. So but then the game you lost. Plan. Yeah, it was the game plan. So it was you. It wasn't your trainer. Mm-hmm. It was your habits, and that's exactly what uh, came did not it. So. It was just one of those things that it was just like, oh, so everything after Ward retires, everything has come to the forefront. It, you got beat. Convenient. You got yeah, it could be. You got beat mm-hmm. fair and square. Your workout, your you didn't prepare as mm-hmm. much as you know you could have. That being said, Sergey Kovalev looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after after talk all down, bring that, it right back. yeah, I'm talking. This is who he was right before. Andre Ward came back. And you know what this was? Hmm. This was Michael Jordan retiring the first first time. Yeah. And then the Rockets get two rings. Yeah. So this is what it was. It's like, all right, man, the dude we can't beat is gone. Yeah. Let's, let's do let, this. Let, 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 let me get it yeah. in while I can. Right, that's, what right it, that's what it was about that. But it was just funny how Ward called all that kind of stuff out <clears> about, you know, <throat> he knows, you know about the trainer kind of what they're doing over there. But that was funny. But. Let's get let's get back to that, man. I don't want to talk about this man down because Andre Ward is retired. He's he's done. And he's, Sergey he's, Kovalev is coming on now. I can return to liking boxing because I'm a fan of this sport. So and it's good when you have people like Andre Ward leave and you have people like Terrence. Crawford the only thing I don't him. like right now is, is for the 175 this division is that we, our American hero's gone, and that's pretty much it. 
Because yeah. now all the top guys is Archer Bitterbeef, yeah. Alexander Guzdik, Sergey Kovalev, uh, all from the same country, not America. Sullivan Barrera. What, what about your man uh, Donna Stevenson? I mean, Donna Stevenson. Fr- it's North America. He lives in North America. I guess we can go for him. I guess we go for him. I mean, he's only been to prison for Pippin. I'm not for that. He's only been to prison for Pippin. The no. Haitian nation. Man, you got Marcus Brown, man. You got uh. Hopefully he can come up in here. Joe then. Smith Jr. He just got worked by Sullivan Barrera. <laughs> but um, what you got you tough think, guys what did, like Joe Smith did, Jr. Let's let's not go over let's not go over this yo so let's go over this. What did you think about Sergey Kovalev versus? And you know what's even terrible about this? We didn't even mention the other guy that he's fought. Sh- so. Oh, Shabransky. So. Yeah, Vyacheslav Shabransky. I did mention him in the beginning. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. Oh, okay. Now, so, what did you think about it? I thought it looked sharp, but I mean, I don't know if I can put it better than the analogy you gave me about the Rockets, because that's the best thing. Like, you, like you see, that? You see you a like, revived, like excited, hungry fighter. Yeah. And I, a lot of it is because he knows that he's the number one guy. Yeah. Because the guy who was the number one guy retired, yeah. and that was the only guy he couldn't beat. Yeah. That's it. So he's happy to be back in the ring. You know, so but we're gonna see what happens when he gets in the ring against an Archer Bitterbeef. Yeah. Because, or Guzdik, or even D- Dimitri Bivol, guys from the same nation mm-hmm. that aren't scared of you yeah. at all or terrified, and that can snatch your heart away. See, with Shabransky, Shabransky was a good boxer with power, but I didn't. And I didn't before... think I couldn't believe that Kovalev got him out in two rounds though. That was impressive, just because nobody else has. So with. Hold on, let me go back, let me go back, let me go back. That dude should rest, was like out on his feet, though, in the second round. It was pretty bad. Here, go ahead. Hey, I'm going to look something up real quick. Go ahead, uh, keep talking. Yeah, no, Shabransky came in, uh, Kovalev came in just immediate aggressor. Looking good, found his shots. He hit him hard in that second round right with, from, after they called it because he was stumbling around. And you can tell when the guys are stumbling around because they, they do that little back and forth like they're on a surfboard. And that's usually when you know they're just out on their feet. Yeah, got you. Working I just had to make sure muscle memory. Yeah, I just had to make sure that um, I placed all my fighters in the correct. So we we discussed this a lot, and you know what? The reason why we discuss a lot of things over and over again is because one, repetitiveness. You want to try to beat it and drum it to your head because you, you then when you're watching a fight, all you listeners, when you're over watching a fight, hopefully you hear me and Sonny hear Shooter and Sonny's name, voice in the back of your head. It's always good to see how people recover after losses and what they do and what they're going to change. So we saw what Jason Sosa did yep. versus Lomachenko, I mean, after the Lomachenko loss, mm-hmm. and now we get to see how Sergey Kovalev comes back mm-hmm. against Shabransky versus the Andre Ward, two losses. We saw what Chocolatito did you, after you the saw, first loss to... Yeah, exactly. Mm. It, sorry, <laughs> so you, we get to see what... Talk, so the fact that he didn't... I'm not going to say Shabransky was just a lesser opponent, but you got maybe a hungrier fighter who knows that Hey, I can still reign supreme in this division, and I want it back. So that could be the, I, the reason why. The best. Also, a good statement because Shabransky was the only one who took the fight. Nobody else wanted it. Nobody else wanted it. We know Adonis Stevenson don't want nothing. He don't want no part of no, Kovalev, man. No, Adonis, Adonis Chickenson yeah. as a, a Sergey Kovalev. He's just sitting back in Canada, holding that WBC belt, just chilling. <sighs> Disgusted by him. At the end of it, Superman. he had two knockdowns in the first round, mm-hmm. and then he finished him off in round two. Kovalov's still Kovalov. Yeah, still crusher. Like, like still crusher. I mean, we and we, the thing is, we've talked about it before. We've talked about it before, about Andre Ward just having the right game plan mm-hmm. for him. And then Kovalov's away, and it wasn't until the first uh, Sergey Kovalov-Andre Ward fight where I thought 
Sergey Kovalev was, a, was way, such a good fight, man. Yeah, it was he was a way better boxer <laughs> than I actually anticipated yeah. because for a lot of that fight he did outbox Andre Ward mm-hmm. until but Andre Ward had that grit and that grime that yeah. you know that stuff that you can't teach that Mickey mm-hmm. Ward yep. you know that that kind of yep. dirt that's under under it's his nails. You have it or you don't. Yeah, and it's and it's really beautiful about that. So I think Sergey Kovalev he still knows who he is and but I still think a little that chink in the armor. Some people, more people, is gonna go for him. But I like how everything can oh, be wide jinx, open. Jinx. It's gonna take more for him to, you know, you got two vacant belt, you got two vacant belt belts right now in the one seventy five. Crush is trying to get him back. And, and um, I know that he the he wants Arthur Bitterbeef next. Yeah, I know that's what he wants, which is good because you need to call him out now while you got a good what twenty plus fights on him yeah. in the game. So you go after him now because he's still going to be a little wet behind the ears on the pro level. He's still going to be a little bit wet behind the ears. And, 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 and you're getting older, too. And it's, it's, it's different. You're a different man now. I'm a different man than I was then, that's for yeah. sure. And then, see, when you got somebody like Artur Better Beef who's already beaten you before, then he sees you coming off two back-to-back losses. Artur Better Beef beat you twice yeah. in the amateurs, too. It's in the amateurs, and mm-hmm. it's a lot different. But at the same time, it's when somebody... Because mm-hmm. even sometimes, man, I'll look at somebody who, who could be a problem, whether they were on the court or whether they're in mm-hmm. the gym or CrossFit, and it's just like, man, he got me on this. That sticks in the back of your mind, dude, like... Champions and people who are really competitive, they know it. They mm-hmm. see they see it and they can smell it, man. So our tour better beef is gonna be coming, man. And I'm I'm excited for this. I'm glad that, you know, we don't have people who's dominant like as much as I miss seeing Andre Ward. Yeah. That it opens it up for everybody and then we're gonna be more so I wanna see more unification bouts. Gotcha. All right, now let's do a world box of super series update. Um, so seven minutes. Chris Eubank Jr. George Grove sold out. In seven minutes. Sold out. So, this is going to be a very good fight, I think. Um, also, on February 3rd, they announced it's going to be Marat Gassiv versus Yonir Dordikos in Russia. So, that's going to be an interesting bout. Because we saw the K- what KTFO uh, Dordikos handed out to the other Russian. So, this is a chance for uh, Marat Gassiv to uh, possibly redeem his countryman or himself. And keep himself alive in the World Box Super Series. But... The Chris Eubank Jr. and George Gross fight will be a very interesting fight. Now, I hope this softens Boner up. But so, he had an arrest warrant out so, there for him in Vegas. So you called me, and then what you guys don't know, we, we've said this before. It's really hard going throughout the week not talking boxing with yeah. you because saving it for the podcast because I already hate listening to you. And no, you let don't. alone no, you listening don't. to you twice. I'm not going to hear you talk and then we get on here. I got to hear don't. the same thing. No, you don't. I saw this article a day ago. And then you said, you called me and he was like, hey, did you see the, <laughs> the Adrian I, well, I Broner thing? I posted it a I, day ago. Yeah. So I didn't call was, you about that. Oh, okay. So you posted. And I refrained from posting it because I'm tired of posting about Adrian Broner getting arrested or getting it. Like, we're, we're going to cover it. But it's one of those things is like I'm tired of covering the same thing. Okay, it's not the same thing because it's different arrests, different charges. Mm. And some of them charges are similar. But I'm tired of talking about him getting arrested. It's a little bit... Just go to jail now. Just yeah. just go to jail. You think, what do you think you do? Be on the run? Never go back to Vegas? Nah, man. Hopefully lawyers can handle nah, it up? He's, um, you can't be at ringside watching fights no more? What is... Um, what's, uh, what's the kingpin from uh, Mexico? Who um who always uh Pablo Escobar? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's Colombia. Who's the one? Who's the one down? 
I don't remember. The guy who keeps breaking out of prison. Can't yeah, keep breaking out of prison, whatever. El Chapo. Yeah, El Chapo. So he would go to lavish restaurants. He would take, he would have all of his guards take all of his phones. Hmm. And then he would eat. Nobody could leave. Nobody could come in. And then he'd pay for everybody's tabs and then give everybody their phone back. Not bad. He needs the spotlight. Like, he has to know that people still know who about him. Adrian Broner, without the spotlight, he is nobody. Nobody. To us, he'll still be a somebody because, you know, he was a former champion. He's given us some great bouts. We know what skill he yeah, does have. Yeah, we know what skill he does have and what he should possess. But Adrian Broner needs that spotlight, whether it's a sex tape on World Star or whether it's a fight with Adrian Granados. That's, that's memorable. Yeah. But, like... Or, you know... No, or this whatever. guy, uh, I think he's going to... I think he's, he's going to look at some time, bro. Honestly, because they gave Mayweather 30 days for a domestic violence thing. And they did that... And a lot it was of after that was, a whole bunch of cases. And it was just like... And a lot of that, well, they did that to Mayweather because just to make an example of him, too. Yeah. And he only got 30 days, right? So, I think your man's going to look at it like six months, maybe a year. He might do that. Nah, bro. We're in America. He's not going to get that time. But he will serve sometime. Man. He'll serve just, something, man. We gonna see what's up. Hopefully, yeah. he comes out Muslim. The thing about it is, is like, how do you keep get, dude? You're a boxer. How do you keep getting assault charges, man? Right. You're not. You're literally okay. Okay. This sounds stupid. I was gonna so, say because you second know, assault charges. You think second, you gotta do some time? So it, I'm like, dude. Granted, breaking the law is breaking the law, but you're a boxer. You're the, just, just get the, us a drunken disorderly. You can't drunken disorderly hit people. No. Like, it's the most common sense thing. Now, granted, you are breaking the law, regardless of whether it's still in the candy bar, wrong is wrong. But, dude, just come on, man. You should bring somebody that you could pay to punch. So, you know that quote, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Are we even surprised that he keeps getting arrested or he keeps getting in trouble anymore? I'm surprised he ain't locked up. That's why I didn't post it, because it's just like, it just became repetitive. It's just like, it, it, over and over again. Come on, man. You're... If he gets locked up, I just want him to come out covered in tattoos and Muslim, and I'll be happy in life. That's it. Pray to Allah. That's all I want for him to do. With the Quran in his heart, and a changed man. And that'll be better. Let's talk about Joseph Parker. This boy is hungry. He is apparently going after Anthony Joshua, tweeting him almost every day, and he said that he will offer him a rematch clause and... Willing to take 35% of the purse, giving 65% of the purse to Anthony Joshua and fight him in the UK. Why do you do you just take this fight now at that point, right? You just take this fight. I'm not going to say he is, but I see. A I don't lot of people, view Parker as a threat to Anthony Joshua at all. I don't view him as a threat to, but Anthony Joshua, he's not, but this feels like a Mayweather call out. Yeah. Just everybody, he's hot right now. Hey, yeah, but man. he has the WBO belt. He does. But Even you want that. 35% of a, st- a sellout stadium, not an arena, a stadium. Yeah. yeah I'll fight, that's still I'll gonna, fight that, it for 10%. Hey, for real. Yeah. And you're still going to pull in big numbers. Like, if you're seeing something like the the George Groves and the, who was we just talking about? George Groves Eubank Jr.? The, yeah, the Chris Eubank Jr. If that's selling out in how many Seven minutes? minutes. Seven minutes. What do you think something like this is going to be, man? We got a heavyweight yeah. division where we're on a, a unification title. We got a unification title. We're at a heavyweight division where things are finally getting interesting again after some years. 
this seems like a money grab because Joseph Parker, he's never going to get that type of money by himself. Hey, I think Joseph Parker is listening to me when I say everybody in this 147-pound division needs to start doing it. Start calling out the champ. Good. Call him out. Why not? Why not? Just keep doing it. Get get the attention. Get the media. Even if we don't take you serious, just keep talking. Just keep talking. Even if it's a money grab, keep talking. For Joseph Parker, it's a win-win. Yeah, win-win. It's a, it's a win-win. And if you keep talking, you might say the right thing to get it to happen. Because for real, after a while, man, sometimes Be careful, you get don't cross to, the line. You get here. Well, you, uh, so look, it um might get knocked out like Lubin. Another one of our another one of our classics, uh the great white hype. Yeah. You have my man was in there calling out uh the champ the whole movie. The yep. whole, whole movie. movie. Yep. And he tells Samuel Jackson, look, I want him. And he's like, Look, shut up, man. You work for me, man. We're about this money. And then towards the end, dude ended up beating the champ. Ain't yeah. no other was a fist fight, but yeah. Yeah, they, like Anthony Joshua hears it, man. Between this day and age, if it was one thing, if we didn't have the social media, that that's one thing. Anthony Joshua hears these type things, yeah. man. So we'll just see if it's the right thing. We'll just see if it's the right thing. If he can get Anthony way, Joshua to, uh, to respond to him on social media, it's a wrap. Fight's gonna happen. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. You gotta you take away that, yeah. his Twitter away from yeah. that, man. Not you have happening. to. Here's some good news for you, uh, Javante Davis. Salt charges dropped. Did you see that one? Nah. You didn't see that? No, I didn't. So this, so this is breaking news for you, Shooter? This is, well, I mean, I saw it on the marquee before you no, said it, but like. Okay. Uh, That's where I got uh, it from, too. And, what, and you know where that marquee is scrolling to? On that Square Circle app, you download it on Google Play or Android. That is Google Play. iOS is what I meant as well. Shout out to my man, Nolan, fan of the show, brother I grew up with. Left a great little review. For so that's that's always good to know, but uh, th- I'm glad to hear that for Javante Davis because it's not going to be on his shoulders, and hopefully he can get back to focusing on boxing. Um, I, he he fell out a little bit with me with that uh, with with the performance on that Mayweather fight card and everything he had going on. He made a young man mistake. Genesis, Genesis, something like that. Genesis, and then the last name started with an S. I want to think. Yeah, that's wanted, the guy. That's what he did. Make weight is very unprofessional. Nah, nah. Actually, let me look that up. Uh, Why are you looking that up? Javante Davis to tank. I know he wants his title back at 135. Is that right? 130. 130? Mm-hmm. So, uh, right now, he needs to sit back and just kind of see who let the let the slaughter ha- happen between the Master versus Masters that we'll talk about later. No, nope, I lied. It wasn't Genesis. It was Francisco Fonseca. Ah. Yeah, Gen- who, does, who, does, who does Genesis fight? What is he fought uh, the guy who just fought. Uh, I don't say fight. The Mex- nah, the Mexican guy who just fought. I can't think of his name. He was on ESPN recently. Almost fight of the year. Two knockdowns in the fight. Oscar Valdez. Yes, sir. That's who it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that one was. But you know, doing this week after week, man, all these names and fighters, a lot of them just starting to blend blood. together, right? They they do, man. I'm like, hold on, man. It was one of those things I remember. I remember, but all fighters look alike. Is that what you're saying? Basically. Fal- now you sent me this article. Fighter yes. falsified his results to fight. So I was reading a little bit about it, and uh, honestly, like I think you might actually read more than it to me, and I was sitting there trying to update. This stuff is dangerous, man. Very. It's more dangerous than the actual uh, the fight, man. When you're falsifying your records or the sa- the governing sanctions don't uh, do any extensive checking to make sure that all these fighters are in this... <laughs> sounds like an oxymoron. All these fighters are in the safest route possible to mm-hmm. fight. When you walk into somebody with HIV... 
It'll You're playing. That's yeah. that's on the grounds of, and I'm not exaggerating. That's attempted murder. Well, then they say like if uh if you rape somebody and you carry nades, isn't that attempted murder, right? Yeah. No. So it really, it really is like that, man. In the like, blood sports. Where it can exchange gloves or gloves or not, you can exchange these fluids. Yeah, man. unless you the fighter them. you're fighting against signs off on something like that because yeah. they're aware of the situation. Yeah, but for this guy. But even if your fighter fights off on it, cut yeah. men, doctors, I don't care how many gloves, man. I'm not dealing with anybody's open wounds yeah. who is HIV positive. Magic man. Johnson couldn't play basketball, you can't box. For real. And That's even then, is. when he did play basketball, man, you had Carl Malone. It's like, look, man, I mean, granted, it was way back then. We, we know more about uh, the HIV and the AIDS virus than we yeah, did back Magic then. Yeah, Magic Johnson, it doesn't exist. But, yeah, it sure doesn't. But... You're talking about something that's really dangerous, man, and it's not just you and the selfishness of you. Mm-hmm. You're putting everybody's lives in danger, yeah. man, for exposing that, man. It's it's kind of sad. <sighs> I, I understand think, survival. I, I understand what you do to survive, but it's still it's too big. Be a risk. garbage man. Yeah. Be something that you don't have to take a health assessment. You can still listen to, to the show and be a fan. Yeah, man, but just don't put anybody's lives in danger, man. That's that's kind now, of stuff that's crazy. For the record, I was nowhere in Beverly Hills at all when this happened. I just want to be clear. I don't have any nice fancy jewelry rocking all of a sudden, but apparently Mayweather's house was burglarized recently in Beverly Hills. I don't even know if he goes there and how often. <laughs> um, I assume he just he, stayed in Vegas. What's funny is I didn't even read the caption on it, too. I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was his house in Vegas again. Nah, I just kind of glanced at it. Most likely it's the same person. They probably just like go in and rob him and stay there until he know they know he's coming back. Then they go back or go to Vegas, rob the other one, stay there until they know he's coming back. You know what? Speaking of um, you know the irony of this man, me being a shooter, being a Redskins fan. Uh, this week was the ten year anniversary of Sean Taylor, who uh, who was killed in his house. Well, he wasn't killed in his house. He was shot and then later on died. But um, do you know the story behind that? Um, I, remind us all. I, I, I so anyway, the, the story behind Sean Taylor, the safety for the Redskins, went to the University of Miami. Anyway, he was uh, the Redskins were playing. Uh, my Redskins were playing. I forgot what team they were playing. They were supposed to be on a away game. Mm-hmm. And then so Sean Taylor, his house in Miami, he was not supposed to be there, but he was there with his wife I remember and this kids. Now, yeah. And then the the so with the Redskins being on the away game, the kids broke into the house, and because he wasn't supposed to be there, but it was the kids he hired to do his yard work. Yeah. So, you know, tying that back into the Mayweather, a lot of times if people know how to get in, people know what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's somebody you know. It's almost always it's it's somebody you always know. Always somebody you know. Because Mayweather's not the type of person, I'm going to buy this house and have no security. I bet you he's not super smart when it comes to technology too. But somebody handles his username and uh, passwords. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to say he's not super smart, but when you got that, when you got that kind of money. Yeah. Why do I have to tweet my, hey, tweet this, and this is what I'm saying. You know, yeah. you don't have anybody who's, and then, you know, you do. Is he has somebody that can somebody, type on the phone like a stenographer? Just probably, probably, man. Like, when you get to that type of, when you have that money, mm-hmm. you're going to be lazier and lazier. I mean, your sole purpose is going to be the breadwinner. When you see when you see a CEO, mm-hmm. or not even a CEO, but when you see the breadwinner in the family, the dad, he goes out to work, he makes all the money, he takes care of everything. Is he coming home and doing the laundry or doing the dishes or making the food or bringing food home? Nah, that nah. stuff is taken care of because this is how I'm handling everything else. And then, so that's how I feel about that. So Mayweather, you might want to look in your own camp, figuratively. It's somebody you know for sure. And 
if you want to hit me up, I, I wouldn't mind a cut. That's all I'm going to say. And that was not a rap line. For, for who? To rob his house again or to help him out to find out who it is? Whoever pays more, baby. Whoever pays more. Is that what you're leaving in slides, right. man? Whoever pays more. That's right, sir. Check. I'm an assassin. I'm a contract killer. I'm a hitman. That's but how I do it, baby. Assassins have morals, man. I I won't rob any kids. <laughs> you know, I might rob some virginities from 18 and older. That's about it. Now, let's look back on a man who delivered us some great fights, another person that's going to retire out of the many that retired this year, and that's Miguel Cotto. What's Miguel Cotto's nickname? Does anybody know? El Cotto? What is it? I, like, one thing with fighters, you, you know who the nicknames are because that's just kind of sticks in their head. It uh, comes out in the way they fight, stands out in so many different ways. Manny... Cotto is on... Not as far as popularity-wise, but when you hear... He's the third biggest pay-per-view draw ever. But when you hear... What I'm trying to say is, when you hear Kobe, when you hear Jordan, when you hear LeBron, now even though those are basketball players, when you hear Mayweather, some of these guys are only one name and you already know who they're talking about. When you say Coda to me, there's only one thing that I hear. Gotcha. Like, that's the first thing that's coming up. So it's just like... Let me see. I gotcha, I gotcha. Juanito. Junito. Junito. Okay, Cotto. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cotto so, it is. So, Cotto, so it's just like, that's the proper reason why we don't, Yeah. you know, people are saying Pacquiao. They're not saying Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, he's on that status. It's just like, gotcha. look, man, I'm the champion. 41 and 5, 33 knockouts, man. This dude, legendary Long, career. Long, illustrious, future great Hall career. of Famer. Great, great career, career. Great resume. Great action. See, and this is this is the reason why I need more Got unification. A bad and fake I'm like, female wife. Because <laughs> his whole boy's his lover. I know. <laughs> uh, am so I funny. really the first person to like that put that in I, your That's head? all I see now. Yeah, I can't, I can't. That's all I see. I can never look. Even at after the, the Mayweather was like, "Hey man, look, me. man, come on, look, I'll pay for your hotel, man. You ain't got to be in the bed with your homeboy, man. Come on, man, I want you comfortable, man. Because right? when we get in that ring, you're gonna be uncomfortable as possible." So, Miguel Cotto is the beacon of what a boxing career should look like, man. Yeah. He was a champion. I like that. He's won. He's lost. But the great thing about it is, make a lot of basketball references. You're not taking anything away from Carl Malone Clyde or Drexler. Clyde, Dr- Clyde Drexler won one. Carl Malone, uh, Dominique Wilkins, okay. you know, the, these cats, yeah, these cats that never won rings. But still had I great guess careers. I got a ring with his Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, he got one with the Rockets. But this is why that Mayweather made it popular. Being undefeated is not everything. Your career down the line, you don't want no question marks. Unlim- undefeated Miguel was Cotto, Mayweather's everything. It was Mayweather's. Mm-hmm. You could argue that Miguel Cotto has a better career than Mayweather. Yeah. There's no question marks when it comes to... Or no arguments when it comes to Miguel Cotto's career. Mm-hmm. Mayweather, uh, he didn't fight Manny in his prime. Oh, he fought somebody who wasn't a, a real boxer. Oh, man, Canelo was too young. Yeah. There, you, there's a whole... Miguel Cotto, he took it, and he fought anybody who could... Was Yoshiro Kama guy, Saddam Ali's coming up, Canelo, Daniel Gill, Sergio Martinez, Delvin Rodriguez, Austin Trout, Mayweather, Antonio Margarito, Ricardo Mayorga, Yuri Foreman, Pacquiao, Claudi. Michael Jennings, Margarito again. Like, like. What do you think would be different for him if that first Margarito fight didn't go down that way? 
you know what? Honestly, that's the first fight I think of when it comes to Miguel Cotto. Yeah, me too. And it's that's that's the reason why I brought that up because it's such a defining moment because I, I think back like that beating takes a piece of you. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what. And that beating could be the difference on whether he would have beat Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, could be. You know what I'm saying? So with I'm glad he beat the I'm glad he beat Margarito down that second time. And I'm too. glad Sugar Shane capitalized on top of that too, man. It was just like, man, get it Margarito out of here, man. Yeah. No. So <laughs> I it, love how he let him fight. He said, No, let him fight. Let, let him, him fight. fight. No, no, no. We ain't gonna hear. I got something for that, man. Just no, hey. What if Margarito back down? I was like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I don't know. What's, what's happening? What's going on? Yep. Miguel Cotto, man, we tip our hats off to you, man. I honestly wouldn't mind even staying on the air. Who's gonna, ain't no one going to sell Madison Square Garden now? I think I bet you Madison Square Garden, they must be worried to hold some boxing events at this moment, I bet. Nah, man, there's still going to be a lot. There's You still got people like, well, even though Peter Quillen is in it, but you still got Daniel Jacobs, man. He might be so the only other person who can sell out that New York Stadium. Daniel, That's about you got it. Daniel Jacobs That's about and, it. you know, Triple G who could come back for Triple, a rematch. I don't think that Triple was, G... Triple no, G, I'm talking about and Triple G, Daniel Jacobs and Triple they G They could sell it out if they fought together. But uh, Triple G alone, not finding a big name, couldn't sell out Madison Square. Oh, I don't think so. Mm, part two, I don't know. Hometown? Maybe. But I don't know, man. Because where did York. they fight the first time? Vegas? They fought Vegas the first time. They're fighting Vegas again, too. So, yeah, if they do happen, no, if they they could sell it out if they if they both did New York, man. You got a hometown favor right there, man. Maybe. You get a New Yorker discount. But, <laughs> hey, back, 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 man, back to Cotto, man. Hey, man, we appreciate you, man. Like, just like you said with that. This is, uh, just like you said with that Margarito fight. Whenever I think of uh, Diego Corrales, as much as I love Mayweather, I don't think about the Mayweather uh, Corrales fight. Think about that fight with Castillo. Yeah, I think about the fight with Castillo, man. Yep. Th- those defining moments, those yep. defining fights, you know, some, you know, that's what could make or break your career. And then just like we just t- discussed mm-hmm. earlier in this in this segment, how do you come back from that loss? Yeah. I mean, this man beat you Damn. bad. Damn. Like, it you was like, yeah, you took, you took a, a knee, knee man. Bro. Yeah. But at the same time, it's he still that, you fought. took a knee. Yeah. You, like, most people are dying. Yeah. Uh, Resto, we talked about yep. him, uh, Salt in the Ring, man, who had basically cast, you know, the fight. No, they, they you, took the padding out. They took the gloves, padding yeah. out. The cast was just Margarito. You, Margarito used the cast against you, man. And Allegedly. Uh, we all pretty sure he did. He did. I'm yeah. saying it. Okay. My man cheated. Yeah. My man cheated. Margarito, man. He should never fight again. And I'm glad he, he barely got that BS win recently, and I hope he gets beat down in Mexico sometime. Now, Miguel Cotto is going to get Saddam Ali. Great boxer. Great boxer. Good boxer. How would do you feel if uh, Miguel Cotto kind of had a Bernard Hopkins farewell night? What, what happens then? <sighs> so Adam Ali doesn't have the power nah. to do that. He yeah. he, so I'm not even going to say. If he did, I'd honestly be more upset. Because Bernard Hopkins. I'd automatically who, think it? PEDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? Joe Smith who did that to Bernard Hopkins, right? Yeah. It was Joe, he, Joe, Joe he Smith. He hit him Jr. into the blackness. Yeah. So he fell out the rig into the darkness. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, hey, man, are you going to get back in the rig? I was like, no, nah, bro. That's where we learned that new rule. If you get knocked out the ring, you, you get, get 20, 20 seconds. seconds. In 20 seconds, you can get back in the ring in 20 seconds oh, if he didn't yeah. hurt you, man. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I don't know if you didn't want to fight, man. They took, yeah, they took, took him out on that one. Uh, it's not going to happen, though. So I just want to see Miguel Cole. I feel like fighters should never announce this is my last fight. They should just have it happen. Just let it happen. But I mean, uh, at the same time, is well, well it's the, that's the catch I think this too. is a good one here because 
Bernard Hopkins was crazy to fight Joe Smith Jr. Right now. He was crazy to be fighting at 50. Yeah. The, like, and, not even, who even he when your trainer's like, you shouldn't fight this guy. Yeah. We can find anybody, anybody here tonight. Hey, hey, Sergey Kovalev didn't knock him out. Yeah. So if you, Doesn't there's some knocking out the ring. So, so there's, so let me think about it though. When you have somebody like, um, who do we, ju- who do we just talk about? When? Earlier this on this fight. Pereira. Bivol. No. Jason Sosa. Uh huh. You fought Lomachenko. Anybody in your weight class, I'll fight anybody. I fought the cream of the crop. If yeah. I survive, well, you didn't yeah. survive with him. Yeah. But if I fight the cream <laughs> of the crop, it's nowhere going to be this bad. Yeah. It's nowhere yeah. going to be this bad. So, yes, I will take anybody else. So, Bernard Hopkins, I can see him taking a Joe Smith. He's like, man, I went 12 rounds with him. <laughs> I was a construction worker? Yeah. yeah. For real. He's like, wait a minute. No, he's an actual construction worker. I would have took the fight too, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, have a joke. But um Saddam Ali get a nice big payday. Nice nice payday. Um Win but- or lose, he has a good name under his belt. Like cause Cotto, we're never still talking about how Miguel Cotto's too old for Saddam this. Ali has a good chance to capitalize on this opportunity. Hopefully he can see it. But I think Miguel Cotto just class goes over time on this one. So do you think uh Saddam Ali poses a bigger threat than Kamagai? Yeah. Cause he's younger. Kamagai, you know what you get. Straightforward. He's a robot. That and, doesn't and, fall down or get hurt. He's not human either, but Saddam <laughs> Ali is still... He's not human either. Let's just <laughs> mull over that. It, he's not human, but... But Saddam Ali is a, is a former, Olympi- uh, former Olympist. Uh, Olympian. Olympian. He's very smart in the ring. He's, uh, he does have a suspect chin, but he does possess the speed, youth, that can beat a Miguel Cotto. But class toes over time on this one, I think. So are you taking Saddam Ali? Hell no. Okay. All right. That's it. Hell no. <laughs> All right, man. Wrap this up, man. All right. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101. But let's talk about the final countdown. The final countdown. Ten days, baby. One hour. Forty minutes. That's what we got. The final countdown. And then you got Master versus Master Sifu versus Sifu. Man, mm. boy, you should have me promote this thing. The I'm way better than the top ranked doing this. That's what I'm talking about. Now, my man should have posted a great Facebook video. Him catching those four quarters. Yes. That was amazing. Yes. I didn't know if they were quarters or marbles, my, but the fact that whatever the, it was, the fact that they had to throw, they had to slow it down to see him. If you got check it out, Facebook Facebook.com forward slash square, square circle, circle 101. 101. It's Lomachenko throwing four quarters up in the air and then catching them all looking like a jab, looking yeah. like four quick jabs. And even in slow motion, it <laughs> was like motion, quick. It was still fast. Bro, I, was I like, didn't realize it was slow motion until <laughs> he like caught the third one. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Hey, no, and bad, you, you see the look on his face too, like oh, he's like, I'm I'm faster than I thought I was, yeah. and I was already fast. That's so. insane, man. Boy, I'm so looking forward to this fight. And then I saw an interview too about Lomachenko saying he's like, I'm not big. He said he said we're about the same size. No, he's for not real. small, and I'm yeah. not big. He said I think I'm an inch taller, and that's yeah. it. And uh, Rigino has got two-inch reach advantage. Mm. That's very interesting right there. I can't wait to pick this fight next week. Uh, New shows every Thursday, baby. Make sure you check us out next week. Hit us up on Facebook.com for slash Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. Now hit me with that rhyme again. Before you relate to Ace and the Beamer, you got to relate to Ace and the Cleaner. Yeah.
Paid in full. Make sure you guys check it check it out. It actually is a very dope movie. I'm pretty sure most of y'all, almost all of y'all have seen it. Said maybe a few, like my pops, he hasn't seen it. But that's about it. Everybody, everybody else probably has been. So make sure y'all hit us up. New shows every single Thursday. We did, new, we did number one show in the Northwest. That's for sure. If you didn't know, number one BNW. Tell your friends about us. You know what to do. Don't forget to download that app. Talk to y'all later. Two.